0: and welcome back to this week's episode of Exploring Gen Z. In this week's episode, we are going to be discussing one of the anomalies in school shootings, the Santa Fe shooting, in which the shooter didn't exhibit any red flags. This anomaly still greatly contributes to the never-ending cycles of violence present in America. When discussing school shootings, the public has a sense of security in knowing what went wrong and how to rationalize it. According to an NBC News article, President Donald Trump has tweeted that there were many signs the Florida shooter was mentally disturbed. And I quote, you can come to the conclusion this is just absolutely pure evil. Brenda Woodard, Cruz's biological mother, now 62 and living in Hallandale Beach, has a lengthy criminal history that includes convictions for battery, grand theft, and And drug possession that date back to 1988 almost 10 years before Cruz was even born other red flags presented by Nicholas Cruz include instances where he went on social media such as YouTube and Instagram where he posted pictures of different guns inciting violence and even commenting I'm gonna become a professional school shooter what went wrong was the fact that the shooter was mentally disturbed There are multiple red flags that were blatantly missed. Also, after the shooting, it was revealed that Cruz's biological mother was a drug addict and had constant run-ins with the law. It's almost as if the media is trying to place blame onto Cruz's mother. The media is trying so desperately hard to find any sort of reasoning behind Cruz's actions. They're trying so hard that they are digging into the past of his biological mother that Cruz really didn't have any outside relationship with. We're searching for explanations to the shooting and trying to figure out why it happens instead of what we can do to prevent it in the future. The media is trying to place blame on Cruz's mother instead of placing blame on himself. We're, We're not really ready to accept the fact that someone can just go out and do a heinous act such as Cruz has done. Almost every single school shooting is committed by a troubled individual and it goes through the same cycle every single time. Whether it's Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, Columbine, Sandy Hook, Virginia Tech, or one of the any other countless school shootings that have happened in America, almost every single one of them was committed by a troubled white male. After every shooting, we go through the same stages. Thoughts and prayers and coverage on the shooting itself. We find out every single possible detail of everything that happened during that time. After the initial shock, there's nothing really more to report on. As a society, we then move on to the shooter. We almost always stop talking about the victims, and we split off into two groups once again, gun control versus mental health. However, almost every single time there's an in-depth coverage on the shooter, we need to find out every single thing about them, everything they did in their life what they ate for breakfast the morning of the shooting, we need to know every single possible detail about the shooter. It's the same process every single time, just a different school and different victims. Past, present, and future. Then we can fast forward to when we have an anomaly in this cycle. It is much less covered and doesn't receive the amount of media attention any other school shooting does. Because we don't understand what went wrong. We can't marginalize the shooting and we can't rationalize it. So the public doesn't really want to accept the fact that something like that can happen without any reasoning. The Santa Fe High School shooting in Texas had 10 victims and is right behind Columbine and the most deadly shootings in the U.S. There was not nearly enough coverage on this. There's even an article published about the shooting titled, The Shooting America Forgot. In the year since 10 people were killed at Texas High School, the press mostly stayed away. The Santa Fe shooting was much less of a deal than the other shootings, such as Parkland or Columbine. It wasn't as memorable, and I don't remember hearing about it on the news. There was much less coverage for it. There was literally an article called, The Shooting America Forgot. This shooting is the next most deadly after Columbine something we take a day for remembrance every single year. The media went so in-depth on Nicholas Cruz and even the Columbine shooters. They're still reporting on them today. The Santa Fe shooting took place not long after that, but I could tell you few details about it if I wasn't doing an entire project on it. Since when did school shootings become about publicity? We shouldn't be able to pick and choose which shootings have wide coverage. This is an American epidemic. The Santa Fe shooting came as quite a shock to us because we only know what we are looking for. We're actually missing the physical signs to prevent these tragedies. Red flags, red flags, red flags. That's all we look for is certain red flags that characterize a shooter. While each story was different, all mass shooters since 1966 had a large number of risk factors for violence. 45% had witnessed or experienced childhood trauma. 77% had mental health concerns as evidence in a prior diagnosis, previous counseling or hospitalization, or medical use. And 75% had an interest in past shootings. The majority of mass shooters, 87%, showed signs of a crisis as exhibited in their behavior before the shooting. 78% revealed their plans ahead of time, often on social media. This is all from the article, The Conversation. Because every shooting is committed by a troubled individual, that's why the Santa Fe shooting was so confusing and shocking. It didn't follow the same stereotypes because there really weren't any warning signs to pick up on. We can't prevent school shootings if we're not really looking to prevent them. But what happens when there's a shooting and they don't exhibit these signs, such as the Santa Fe shooter who was a churchgoer, an honor roll student, an athlete? Are we just supposed to sit back and let other possible shootings go down because we can't, as a society, categorize every single shooter and come up with a single definition for a school shooter? We're not looking for other possibilities. We're only looking for what makes sense. The Santa Fe shooter was an honor roll student, churchgoer, part of the football team. He didn't raise red flags, but after the shooting, people began to break down and rationalize what went wrong. This concept is very popular after every single school shooting. Everyone turns a blind eye for when things are happening in the present, but once the shooting happens, there's nothing people can do to rewind the clock except look back and see all the things they missed. Why can't we be more active and looking out for these signs instead of waiting till the last minute to speak up? Why is it that every single time after a shooting happens, you interview people and they know, oh yeah, I knew it was going to be him. I knew like something like this was going to happen. Why is it always too late? Shooting after shooting, we break down what actually went wrong. We go into depth about everything that was missed and try to rationalize every single thing that happened. There can't be an unknown. However, most Americans know what the issue is, but are unwilling to act on it, such as gun control. The Santa Fe shooter was a good instance of this. A well-rounded kid who didn't seem to have any underlying issues, and just like that commits a mass shooting. How can we explain this? It's always after shooting where people start to think, that kid was really weird, or I knew this would happen. If everyone is thinking the same things, why are we choosing to ignore them? Or does it make sense to go back and try to rationalize what happened? Before the shooting, he was just a normal kid. But after he committed it, everyone seems to immediately see what was wrong, but it's too late. When society turns a blind eye and lets these signs go unnoticed, is the public really no better than the shooters? A very large topic in America relating to shootings is the debate between gun control and mental illness. Public health and mental health experts counter that blaming the violence on mentally ill is unfair and inaccurate, pointing instead to lax gun laws. Most violence is not committed by people who are mentally ill, according to the California Healthline article. Post-shooting debates typically are painted in black and white, but research suggests that the truth is less clear-cut. About 60% of mass shootings have a history of serious mental disorders and two-thirds have never been seen by a mental health professional. Again, from the California Healthline. Almost every single time there's in-depth coverage on a, on a shooter, we need to figure out everything about them that what went wrong. We're not focused on the big picture, that innocent children are dying. We are constantly stuck in this never-ending cycle of violence. When is enough enough? One of the main underlying issues about mass shootings is the debate between gun control and mental illness. Most of the time when talking about a shooting, a person either sides with more mental health awareness or gun control and are often very split. However, why can't we use both? Both of these methods play a massive role in shootings and tightening up both of these ends could drastically change the rate of mass shootings. But do Americans really want that? Violence is such a prominent issue and value in our country looking at it from an outside point of view. We value the continuation of massacres than actual life itself and the safety of children going to schools. What good are we if we know what the problem is, but still continue to do nothing about it? When it comes to shootings, we're not really too concerned about when it's happening, but after the fact, we like to know why. We become so obsessed with the why factor of school shootings that we try so hard to categorize them and understand everything there possibly is to know. But it's not why that stops school shootings. It's what's unknown and that scares the hell out of us. Our intentions are not really to understand and prevent. We need to know for the peace of mind and to shove the possibilities out of our minds that it's a normal thing in America. It's naive to think shootings in America are anomalies because they're not. To the upcoming generations, this is the new normal. What we look for are only the examples that make sense of it our way. We aren't looking for the other possibilities. The public isn't any better than the shooters. If we aren't actively looking to save lives and actually take the actions necessary to prevent these in the future and doing whatever it possibly takes, whether it's banning guns or restricting our laws, then is the public really better than the shooters who commit these, ac- these mindless acts of terror? It shouldn't take an anomaly of a school shooting for Ameri- America to get their things together and fix this problem. America has become so polarized over this issue that we are not even focused on the main problem at hand. Instead, the two sides are just going at it and we're not really working to save the lives of our American children. Stay tuned for another episode of Exploring Gen Z. Thanks for listening in.